Hello, and welcome to Senior Beat. My name is Christine Beatty. I'm the director of the Madison Senior Center, and my co-producer is Tom Frazier. Hi, Tom. Christine, how are you today? I'm good. Good. Um, you got some guests for us today. We do, and we're very fortunate to have with us today uh, Kate Schilling. Kate is an attorney and the uh, legal services manager of the Greater Wisconsin Agency on Aging Resources, which is the actual the area agency on aging for 70 of our 72 counties in Wisconsin. And and I understand you kind of growl when you say it. I've heard it's guar. Guar. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she oversees the uh, Guardianship Support Center okay. and the Elder Benefit Specialist uh, Program. And also with us is Kyle Lawrence, and Kyle is an intern, legal intern with GWAR, <laughs> Greater Wisconsin Agency on Aging Resources, uh, and uh, specializing in healthcare law-related issues, and he is a third-year law student at UW-Madison. Great. Well, we're um, so, so glad to have you. Yeah. Thanks for having us. There's some really big things happening in healthcare and some major decisions that will be coming up in the next few weeks that we think people need to know about. There are some real opportunities for people to access mm -hmm. healthcare that haven't been able to. Mm -hmm. uh, there are some deadlines that people need to, to know about and some big decisions that people uh, need to know, particularly related to what's called the Affordable Care Act, yep. and Medicaid, or also known as uh, Badger Care. Mm. Um, now, older people who are on Medicare are exempt, or don't have to do anything. They have Medicare, so that's their right. health care coverage and will remain it. But there are people in that category of 50 to 64 mm -hmm. who yep. don't have health care, may not been able to get healthcare because yep. of pre-existing conditions. Uh, and there may be older people who would like to tell their kids or their grandkids about this. Mm -hmm. So, Kate, you want to start and tell us uh, yeah. what these big sure. issues are? Sure. I'm so glad you asked, Tom. There really are a lot of important changes that are happening right now, especially with Badger Care. So Badger Care Plus is a state-funded program uh, that's funded under the Medicaid program. And as of April 1st, there are going to be some pretty significant changes. So in the past, people with um, higher incomes were allowed to be on Badger Care Plus. But as of April 1st, it's going to be folks just up to 100% of the federal poverty guidelines. And what that means is about $972 a month of income uh, for a family of one and about $1,300 a month for a, a married couple, family of two. And so um, a lot of people that were on Badger Care are going to be losing coverage because their income is higher than that level. And so Kyle's going to talk about what they need to do to be able to get coverage. Mm -hmm. uh, but there are folks that are going to be able to get on Badger Care now that have never been on it before. Right. Uh, previously, there was a wait list, and we had about 160,000 people in Wisconsin wow. on that wait list. That's a lot. So that's wow. a, yeah. So what we're able to do is they can apply for coverage now, and they can get coverage starting April 1st if their income is under those guidelines. Great. So they can get the Badger Care Medicaid program. Okay. Say the guidelines again. Sure. I heard you say for one person it's... Yeah. It's 100% of the federal poverty guidelines. So okay. for one person it's $972 okay. income per month. 
Um, and then for two people, if you are married, it's a household of 13, uh, 10 per month, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. And then it's it's actually calculated under what we call MAGI rules, modified adjusted gross income, and that means that they look at more of what you're going to file, how you're going to file your taxes. So there are actually some deductions to that income. For example, child support is not going to be counted. So there are certain things, and that mm -hmm. would actually benefit a person. They would yeah. be more mm -hmm. likely to yeah. be eligible. Yeah. So they are going to take into consideration those things. Uh, so these changes are all happening April 1st, and um, we do encourage people to be applying as soon as possible so that they can get the coverage. Yeah, like right now. Right yeah. now, mm -hmm. yes, mm -hmm. yes. And there's no asset test, and so it doesn't matter what the person has in assets. This is really an income test. Right. Uh, oh, that's, that's yeah. helpful. Right. Some. And mm -hmm. that's different from Medicaid. Yeah. yeah. That's different from a lot of mm -hmm. other forms of Medicaid, right. exactly. Right. 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 And so it's important for people to know there's no waiting period either. Anyone who's eligible under these income criteria should go ahead and apply and get this coverage. Good. And this is really, Medicaid uh, Badger Care is really great coverage. You're going to typically have 50 cents a dollar or three dollar copays at most when you go to the doctor. Wow. So it's going to be prescription coverage, it'll be coverage when you go to the doctor, if you're in the hospital, you're going to have really great coverage and really low copays. Wow. So it's really the gold standard for coverage. Yeah, we want people to do this. Right. Yeah. And, right. and some of the people who will be eligible now will be this group of people called childless adults. Right. And, um, you know, I know people in the aging community is particularly concerned with people in the kind of 50 to 64 category right. where they may have not been able to get health insurance, exactly. but they're not yet eligible for Medicare. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's quite a few of those people that mm -hmm. could be eligible, right? That's a really good point. We, um, up until the end of March, March 31st, we had a program called Badger Care Core. So that was right. for childless adults and it covered, um, it was a form of Medicaid and it covered uh, their medical needs. That program is actually going away. And so people need to know they, um, if you were on Badger Care Core and your income is lower than 100% of the FPL, you will be automatically going into Badger Care Plus. However, if you were one of these 160,000 people on the wait list, you need to affirmatively apply for Medicaid yeah. now. You've got to do something. So exactly, right. right. And so this um, Badger Care program is going to be eligible for, or anyone that's 19 to 64 is going to be eligible if their income matches the guidelines. Right. So any person that doesn't have employment, uh, health, insur or health insurance through employment, uh, if they're not yet old enough for Medicare, this is definitely a great thing for them. Right. Yeah. Okay. And how do they apply? That's a great question. So they're encouraged, people are encouraged to apply at Access. It's a online um, it's an online tool where they can type in their own income and information, uh, but not everybody is able to do that. So the website for that is uh, ACCESS wi.gov, okay. so access.wisconsin.gov, mm -hmm. but um, some people are not able to do that, and so we encourage them to call the 1-800 number for Medicaid, or they can go into their local county aging and disability resource center, mm -hmm. and they can ask to apply for Badger Care, mm -hmm. or um, they can go to, they can call the consortia, which is a local uh, office for a for several counties, and they can apply over the phone. Mm -hmm. So there are so several lots ways. of entry points, exactly. and I would 
assume that uh, case managers uh, in the aging network services could help them uh, make those kinds of connections. You can go to senior centers and ask questions. Yes. Um, And and additional staff have been hired to make sure that anyone who wants to apply has the help needed to apply. So it's really important Mm -hmm. that people just go to that aging and disability resource center uh, to get help applying. Right. And every county has an aging and disability yes. resource center, center. Yes. Uh, including mm-hmm. Dane County. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Dane County's uh, aging and disability resource center is on Sherman Avenue mm-hmm. and so it's right on the bus line, it's very close. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I'm a chair of the board of directors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. right. So <laughs> let's hear it for ADRCs. Yeah. Yes, right. exactly. And they prefer appointments but they do accept walk-ins as well. So right. if you cannot make an appointment they will assist you. And uh, get great people on the telephone that you can Mm -hmm. call them so it's really a great resource yes that really that is really wonderful Um, we we should mention that there is a 12-month renewal so when someone applies they'll they'll have that eligibility for 12 months and then in a year their renewal will come up so someone's going to double check that they still meet the income guidelines and then their coverage will continue so so at, at least initially you have to take an affirmative action to be able to be enrolled, yes. But then there's going to be follow-up to keep you enrolled, yes. is what yep. you're saying. Exactly. Right. So uh, just Good. once a year, not yeah. every month. It'll just be once yeah. a year. Someone will contact you to make sure you're enrolled. Right. And it's important to note too that anybody that's already on Medicaid. So if someone's already receiving Medicare premium assistance, that 104.90 a month that pays their Part B premium, that's not changing. The eligibility criteria okay. for that did right. not change at all. If someone's on family care or long-term care Medicaid, those benefits and income cutoffs did not change at all. So anyone that's on any other form of Medicaid, their income criteria didn't change. So those well, I really appreciate that because when you start talking about changes in a new program, people right. start saying, well, what about me? What's happening right. to mine? So right. I think reassuring people that if you're on Medicare, mm-hmm. you don't have to worry, and these are other exactly. examples where right. you're not going to right. have to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you don't have health care, health yes. insurance, yes. and you need it, you really ought to check this out. Definitely. Uh, either right. the Badger Care or, as we'll learn later, the Affordable Care Act. Right. But unlike the Affordable Care Act, which we'll learn later, um, there's no deadline for applying for Badger Care. Exactly. That's a really good point. But if you want your coverage by April 1st, then you need to enroll as soon as soon as possible. You need to fill out an application. But if you do miss that April 1st deadline, just apply the next month. So this is not going to have an open enrollment season like the marketplace. You can apply at any point. And actually, you can apply, and we can even try to request backdated coverage uh, for months down the road. They can't back it up any further than April 1st, 2014. But if you waited until um, July to apply, we could ask for retroactive enrollment too. So uh, we should make sure to do that uh, if someone's eligible. And again, unlike previous Badger Care programs, there's no premium here. So you're not paying anything. You're getting the wonderful coverage for a very low rate in that one or three dollar copay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and it's mm-hmm. the drug coverage. It's mental health coverage. It's coverage for um, doctor visits and hospitals. It's very comprehensive wow. care. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's been a long time coming, and it's here, and now right. it's helping people to understand mm -hmm. and also be assisted in making taking advantage of it. Right. You know, your point earlier, Tom, about it's important for older people watching this program to mm -hmm. encourage uh, their grandchildren right. and right. their children to right. take advantage. This is a historic moment when we actually can provide access to health care. Yeah. Right. A lot of people who haven't been able to get health care should be able to get it. Yeah. And right. and a lot of people can get a, a lot of help. Like right. Badger Care is mm -hmm. basically uh, as you say, just minimal co payments. Mm -hmm. right. Um, right. and and again we'll we'll talk later about the affordable health uh, health care but mm -hmm. but there you have subsidies that mm -hmm. go all the way up to four hundred percent of poverty. Right. We're talking about a hundred percent now, mm -hmm. but when we get the yeah. the Affordable Care Act. So why don't we just cover again, um, you know, the eligibility, sure, the, sure, the poverty level. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a really that's a really great um, thing to to make sure folks understand. It's what we call 100% or lower of the federal poverty guidelines. And what that means is they look at your household size. That's the size. FPL, FPL you mentioned. Yes. We, we use this jargon all the time. <laughs> right. FPL. FPL, yes. So for one? For a household of one, it's nine, income of 972 per month. Per month. But again, there are certain deductions that would come right off the top. So um, it's this MAGI formula. And then for a household of two, a married couple or an adult with... Um, uh, another adult living there, that would be um, $1,310 per month. Right. And again, well, we're going to go ahead with this in just a moment. We'll return. Uh, welcome back when uh, we return. Well, welcome back. Uh, we're continuing to talk about what a wonderful resource in, in healthcare coverage uh, we are going to have, and um, especially for individuals who've had difficulty getting health coverage before, this is the time. This mm -hmm. is the time to take some proaction here. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, Affordable Health Care Act. Right. We've just heard about Badger Care, mm -hmm. part of Medicaid, mm -hmm. the state program and who's eligible for that. And now um, Kyle Lawrence is going to talk with us about the Affordable Care Act. Well, um, we've kind of touched on a little bit of this, but um, who should really be in the marketplace? Who should go to the marketplace? Mm -hmm. um, and the, in, the, indi oh, sorry, the individual mandate mm -hmm. is actually a tax. So if you don't have health care already, you don't have health insurance already, so Medicare, Medicaid, um, Badger Care, 
um, you really should go to the marketplace and get some. Otherwise, at the end of the year, there's going to be a tax, and it'll be $95 for an individual and $47.50 per child. Interesting. Um, you, yeah. You're taxed because you don't have health care coverage. And it's all about risk pools for yes, insurance. Okay. Um, the more premiums that are paid in, the mm -hmm. more money they have to pay when someone goes to the hospital. Right. Um, we share the risk, don't we? Right. right. Kyle, tell people what you mean when you say go to the marketplace. Yeah. So going to the marketplace, <laughs> you can do it probably three ways. Um, you, can do, you can go in person. So you can go to a navigator or a CAC or even an insurance agent. Mm -hmm. um, and the navigator CAC is what? Yeah, that's the Community Application Counselor. Okay. Um, there's so many acronyms and all okay. of this. Yeah. <laughs> the jargon we use. Yeah, yeah. yeah. even Guar. Um, <laughs> but the uh, navigators and the CACs, they have grants. And so they're going to um, be a free service that people can go to in person and talk to. And they can help them go on to the website and or even talk to someone about the website and navigate through healthcare.gov. Mm -hmm. um, now they're not going to talk to you about anything that's not on the market though. Mm -hmm. So that you're not going to get that information from them. If you went to an insurance agent, you'd have to pay. They're not a free service. Mm -hmm. But you'd get on the market and off the market information. Um, and uh, I don't know, a couple other um, things that they can do that because they're not on the grant. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you can call. So healthcare.gov, they have a phone number. Mm -hmm. You can go on the website, and someone can assist you as you're going through the process mm -hmm. on the Internet mm -hmm. um, and just get set up. Well, that's amazing. Now, mm -hmm. what kind of information should you have right at your fingertips when you're trying to enroll? I know that's always a um, little bit of a problem sometimes. Well, when you go into enroll, you have to have an idea of what kind of premium you want to pay. Okay. and what kind of deductible you want to pay. Okay. Um, there's four metal levels, they're called, on healthcare.gov. Uh, the first is bronze level, and that's going to be the lowest premium, but it's going to be the highest deductible that you have to yeah. pay. So uh, the insurance will cover 60% of medical costs, mm -hmm. while you'll have to cover 40. Mm -hmm. And then it'll go up to silver, which is 70% is covered by insurance, 30% mm -hmm. by you. Mm -hmm. Gold is 80%. Platinum's ninety percent, so it goes up like that until you're only paying ten percent deductible. Olympics of healthcare, here. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the premium is going to be a lot higher for platinum, okay. so you're paying a lot more, but you're getting the best coverage. Well, and I think you have to take a look at your own health history over mm -hmm. time and think mm -hmm. about your family. If you're frequently going in for hospital visits, you right. might want to pay a little right. bit more on the premium. Yeah, mm -hmm. the pre more premium mm -hmm. then makes sense, but right. if you're not using or you're a pretty healthy person, you might use the bronze mm -hmm. level then. Well, there, there's actually a fifth uh, level that's not mentioned too much is the catastrophic plan, mm -hmm. yeah. and that's uh, mm -hmm. below 30. So if you're under 30 or you fit an exemption, which is the hardship exemption, mm -hmm. you can have this plan. And this will pretty much just help you in times of, like, like the name says, catastrophe. Yeah, serious. Um, and it's problems. to guard off against the tax from right. the individual mandate. Right. So at the end of the year, you won't have that tax, but you're not going to have the best coverage ever. Yeah. You know, so people who really don't want to get coverage have this option. Right. Or if you're just out of school. Or they can yeah. not get it and pay the tax. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. if you're, you're just out of school, you can't find a job, and it's been over three months, yeah. and you can enroll in this catastrophic and right. try and uh, 
keep right. that tax warded off. Right. Eliminate the tax mm -hmm. and have a very, very small kind of uh, right. payment that you have to make for the insurance that right. you're getting. Great. Right. Um, you know, I think it's really important to let people know that um, it's okay to feel like you don't know what's going on mm -hmm. with this. I think sometimes when things are so confusing, people are hesitant to reach out or because it, they feel like, I don't mm -hmm. know enough. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. This is a case where you really have to take the step mm -hmm. and, and feel free to ask for help. Mm -hmm. And it seems like with that grant you were talking about, there should be help out there for folks. Right. And it, it really is worth it um, to go to a navigator and to go to um, the CAC because these plans that are on the marketplace, they're a little different than you'll see outside the marketplace. Mm -hmm. They're called quality health plans, mm -hmm. and they have another acronym, EHBs. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be um, essential health benefits. And there are 10 that they have to fulfill on the insurance okay. just to make sure that that's what's covered. Um, so there's kind of a standard of what mm -hmm. they, those health insurance plans exactly. have to give you. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and then there's one that can't be on there. That's the pre-existing condition. Mm -hmm. um, so you can't have that exclusion on the insurance. So if you do have a pre-existing condition, you still can get yeah, health insurance. Even sick. Yeah. Wow. While you're sick. And you there's no waiting it. period right. for that. It's right away yeah. mm -hmm. after okay. you enroll. Okay. Right. It's a big help. Mm -hmm. So we've sort of talked about the tax part of mm -hmm. the penalty for not having it, but there also help for lower income people to afford it as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You want to talk about that? Um, so if you're, like you said before, the 400% FPL, mm -hmm. um, federal po poverty level, which right now is at, at around 46%, um, family of four, um, that can be at 96%, I believe, 95, 96%. Um, 94,000 a year. 94,000 a year, that's yeah. what it is. Oh, wow. So that's a pretty high income, yeah. actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Four could be mm -hmm. at and still receive a subsidy. Mm -hmm. And right. I think for one person it was about $46,000 a year, right? Did I say percent on that one? Yeah. Too? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. But that's still a pretty yeah. high yeah. income for a family right. of one. That's mm -hmm. right. High and, income. and the and subsidy, the higher your income, the less the subsidy. Right. right. So as as you go from 300 to 200 or to a, you know down to 100, the subsidy could be very significant. Right. right. And uh, that can be applied either monthly on your premium or at the end of the year as a tax credit. Oh, so, either way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. hmm. And then that is that a choice that you get to make? Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Although you have to know that at the end of the year they reconcile. So if you yeah. guessed your income wrong, you guessed it too high or too low, at the end of the year they, they reconcile mm -hmm. just like you do on your taxes. If you estimate you pay in too much Normal. during yes. the year, they give yes. you a refund. But if you estimated wrong, then you do have to pay in a little at the end right. of the year. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the, the other thing is I want to make sure people understand that we, unlike Badger Care, we have an open enrollment period, which is right, right now right. until um, March 31st. March 31st. Mm -hmm. the, after March 31st, you cannot enroll unless there's some changes in your life or right. that yeah. type of thing. Um. Uh, but you were telling me earlier, Kyle, about a March 15th mm -hmm. deadline. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that. Um, so from now until March 15th, you have that time to enroll. And if you do enroll in that time, April 1st, you'll receive coverage. From March 16th to the 31st, if you sign up then, then you receive coverage May 1st. So to avoid that extra month gap, um, sign up before the 15th. Before the 15th. Yep. 
-hmm. and that just gives them that two weeks so that they can get the insurance mm -hmm. um, uh, started for you. Mm -hmm. um, any other key issues that we've missed on this? I was going to oh. mention, oh, oh. sorry, Go, oh. there are two other subsidies we just want to make sure people are aware oh. of. So okay. there's the one for the premium, but then there's actually another subsidy that um, maxes your monthly out-of-pocket costs. So some oh. of these plans that Kyle mentioned have a 20% out-of-pocket or 30 or 40%, mm -hmm. but if your income is lower, they're going to max that out-of-pocket cost, uh, and they're going to um, help out with those costs so that you're not paying too much out-of-pocket. There's also an annual um, reduction in what you'd have to pay out of pocket. And so there are those two other subsidies as well. Mm -hmm. So the people that are under 400% of the FPL, uh, which is up to 96 or 94,000 for a family mm -hmm. of four, they're, mm -hmm. they're going to receive, there's three subsidies that they could potentially receive. Okay. So help with the premium, help with the monthly out-of-pocket costs, and help with your annual out-of-pocket costs. So Wonderful. all of those are really going to protect the people that are um, applying for this insurance. Right. Mm -hmm. and make health insurance affordable, affordable. for mm -hmm. yeah. these families. Mm -hmm. And that's so important. I know that we have, have looked at some research that says um, families tend to look for to their older, um, older adults to mm -hmm. advise them sometimes. Sure. Um, so we want to advise people to take advantage of this. Mm -hmm. It's great. And you were going to mention a different um, uh, concern. If, if you're not signed up by March 31st, the next enrollment period is November 15th, and that's for 2015. And if you don't get coverage then, that individual mandate is going to go up again, and it's going to be about four times higher. The penalty that penalty? you were talking the about. The penalty, yeah. Oh, wow. So four it goes times. from $96 to, I believe it's $368. Yeah. Um, and then it goes from, and then there's an alternative I didn't mention before, which is 1% of your income. Okay. So whichever is higher, 1% of your income for the penalty or the $96. and in 2015, it'll be two percent of your income. Yeah, and that just keeps progressing from yeah. there. Yeah, there's a, been a lot of controversy about all this, but particularly political mm -hmm. controversy. But this sounds all you know, in a way, almost too good to be true that people can have access, no pre-existing conditions. conditions. Mm -hmm. If they're low, moderate income, they can mm -hmm. get assistance in affording it. Right. Mm -hmm. um, why wouldn't people do this? <laughs> <laughs> what are the barriers? I think some people uh, don't feel, they don't have the internet at home and they might not feel comfortable signing up online. It mm -hmm. does take some time to actually get through that application process. Okay. But as Kyle said, there are navigators, certified application counselors, and people in the community that are willing to help, help with that. You? Okay. Also the 800 number for the marketplace, people um, are there to help 24 hours a day and I think they speak about 50 different languages. <laughs> so language should not be a barrier either. either. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think I think it's really important to make sure the education is out there so that people know this is an option. Okay. Uh, my parents were on HERSC before, and uh, that's ending at the end of March as well. And so some people that are losing the HERSC coverage, uh, because they were on HERSC because of a pre-existing condition, they mm -hmm. couldn't get insurance anywhere else, now they're able to get insurance on the marketplace. Mm -hmm. Wow. So really a, a, a relief when you have health insurance, right. especially if you have kids. Um, just all of the childhood kinds of things that can happen, or anyone can mm -hmm. have an accident. Right. We need health care coverage. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Kate, you mentioned earlier the idea that people there's a bunch of people on Medicaid Badger Care now mm -hmm. that are actually going to go off because they're 
the income eligibility used to be higher. Now it's going to be 100 percent. It's not right. going to be over that. Mm -hmm. Now those people all have to go to the marketplace. They do, right. Yeah. And their and coverage ends March 31st. So if they want coverage on the marketplace by April 1st, mm -hmm. they need to apply okay. before March 15th. Right. They don't, they don't, they, they, they don't want that month, the end. that month long right. gap. Right. Excellent. Well, right. This has really been very helpful to, yeah. even, you know, I, I really feel like I should know more. And <laughs> there's too much to know. You yeah. really do yeah. need to seek assistance and get yeah. some help mm -hmm. in doing this. And I think the main thing that I get is that that help is available. Yes. People Definitely. just have to mm -hmm. call somebody. Call right. and, and ask. Yeah. And mm -hmm. call the Senior Center. Call the mm -hmm. Aging and Disability Resource Center. Call yeah. the mm -hmm. Marketplace. The mm -hmm. right. Go online. And right. Even get, just get Google how. Right. How to get a hold of someone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even the Madison Senior Center has a computer lab. Oh. Right. One of our volunteers will help you at least get on to line. Mm -hmm. oh, Thank you so much, Kate oh, and good. Kyle, for Thank being with us much. today Thank and you. helping us to understand this. Tom, you did a great job with uh, the research for us. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And we hope we'll see you next month on Senior Beat.